believe that there is a fine line between saying that you're just waiting on divine timing or your downloads or that things are going to come together when they're meant to and on the flip side using that as an excuse to procrastinate or not bring your greatness out to the world because you're playing small and I say this with so much love but in this episode we're going to be diving into how to dance in the duality of setting deadlines but not working backwards from making that deadline happen come hell or high water in a way that's going to cause you to white knuckle your experience in your business. It can all exist and we're going to jump into it. Hello sensitive soul, I see you. You want to bring your soul mission out to the world to support others in their healing and growth journey with the gifts, knowledge, and experience that you have, but you don't want to spend time on things that don't matter or go grow some online empire that consumes you or forces you to lose yourself in the process. My name is Chelsea Fournier, or maybe you know me as your routine queen from social media land. As a former lawyer now turned intuitive business mentor and human design guide, I help soul-led coaches, healers, and guides to birth and expand online businesses that truly honor your purpose and heart, while also setting a strong foundation for safety, sustainability, and profit in your business. I created the Intuitive Business by Design podcast to support your experiment of designing and running this business that is authentic, aligned, and impactful as you help others. There is so much duality and self-awareness that comes when you layer the energetic tool of human design on top of proven business strategies. Let's keep one foot grounded in the masculine, the structure, the business foundations, and the other foot can wiggle toes in the sand of the feminine energetics and receiving mode. It all gets to be here. Let's jump into this episode together and see what resonates. As I'm sitting down to record this episode, it's actually a full moon and it should be peaking at full intensity actually in just a couple hours and I've been thinking a lot about what I am releasing and what I desire to call in for the next phase of the lunar cycle of my business of the last quarter of 2022 and stepping into 2023. It's just a great time for many of us to be looking at What is serving me and quite honestly, what is not? Because you get to be 100% in charge of what you are bringing into your business and what you are saying, that's not for me, that doesn't serve me. And so today we're going to talk about the art of launching new (laughs) profitable offerings in your soul-led online business. So I know that you are likely existing or an aspiring coach, healer, guide, you're looking to bring the art of what you do. So many of my clients and students come to me saying, I'm just really good at what I do. Either you were born with the gifts that you have, you've pursued a certification, a training, like you have created a tool belt and you are looking at which tool are you going to pull out to create an offering. I use the term offering as basically a container, a way that you're supporting people. It could be one-on-one, It could be a group experience. It could be something more like a membership. But the art of actually launching a new offering out to the world, whether it's your very first and it's like your coming out party of your business or whether it's launching a new offering into your existing, let's call it product suite of how you support people, there really really is an art. And what we're going to talk through today is three phases of what you need to be focusing on so that you can be bringing that new offering out in a way that is profitable, that is not forcing you to be in a space of like white knuckling, that clenched energy of I'm going to just make it happen. I said I was going to do it, even if it doesn't make sense, even if you don't have all the pieces in place. And so how can you set that deadline, that due date? Because I talk about birthing online offerings. I was like, aha, 
This is about setting a due date. And as we know in real life, if you're listening and you have birthday child, you know that due dates are like kind of arbitrary, meaning, I don't know, I, th- I just think that the birth world puts so much emphasis on the due date of you have to have it done, have to have the baby out by this date or within two weeks or it's unsafe. And I, I do feel like it's a whole other rant around just radical responsibility and what it looks like to advocate for yourself in relation to childbirth. That's not the topic we're covering today at all, but it does tie in that you can set a due date to work backwards from, just as a a woman who's going to be becoming a mother sets a due date and is, oh, I want to have the nursery done before the due date. I want to, is in that phase of nesting before the due date, is looking at what's going to happen before, what's going to happen during, what's going to happen after. And it has so much overlap and just compare and contrast of what it looks like to bring an offering out into the world. And so we're going to talk specifically about the three phases and the activities that line up with those phases so that you can think about, oh, if I was going to put together a a due date of when I want to bring an offering out to the world, what do I need to focus on and when and what should I be focusing on first? Do I have all the pieces in place that I need and am I talking myself out of this from a sense of ego or perfectionism or procrastination or conditioning when really I could just be taking some steps and putting them into action. So I'm sharing this from a place of full transparency because I just, within, let's see, a month and a half ago, launched a new offering into my product suite of how I support clients and students. And so I launched a monthly membership community. It's called Purpose and Profit Playground. And I launched it to start September 1st. And so then I walked backwards in my mind as I was leading up to that September 1st of, okay, this is the first day. I desire at least one, I hope one member signs up and they did. There was definitely more than one. But if even one person signs up for this group container, this experience, what do I need to have in place? Okay, let me look at that and then work backwards, bust out a calendar and and made all of these micro decisions that I'm going to walk you through. And for me, I think it was about a month or a month and a half from when I, hold me back up for a second. I knew that I wanted to have a monthly membership as a part of my overall online business and the impact that I make and the way that I support people for a couple reasons. One is I believe that being an online entrepreneur, especially as more of that soul-led, sensitive soul, empath, intuitive so many of the people that I serve, including myself in there in that category, it can be a very lonely road because maybe not only does perhaps nobody that is in your inner circle, your family, your friends, your you know pro- professional or social contacts, they probably don't know what you do. You might say what you do and they're like, huh, oh, interesting. And you know that they're just glossing over. So it can feel lonely in that respect. It can feel lonely in the respect that running an online business is just like pretty darn low. Nobody is sitting there holding your hand and cheering you on in the moments that you are up at 10 o'clock at night writing a sales program page or recording a podcast in the dark or whatever it is that you need to do. But when you have the vision of the impact that you want to make and the people that you want to serve, we can get really wrapped up and tied into that. But So for those reasons, I know that it can feel lonely. And so one of the primary drivers of me creating a monthly membership was to create what I wish I had, to basically create the table I wanted to be invited to instead of saying, oh, it just feels lonely. Saying, what if we could do this as a collective? What if we could gather and merge together business strategy, 
as well as our human design experiment because I was feeling like those two worlds for me were feeling very different, like tuning into business trainings, okay, one side of my world, tuning into human design and running my chart and exploring different energetic tools as well as human design about how things could be more aligned, more authentic. It was feeling like two different sides of me and I knew that in order for me and most of my clients, all of my clients to be as successful as possible that this marriage between strategy and energetics. For me, I lead with human design as the energetic tool that I understand the most and I just feel like makes the biggest impact and moves the needle forward the most for online business owners. And so I made this what I call playground where we could come play and be in this experiment together. So one of the driving forces was I wish it was something that I could be invited to and I wasn't seeing it, so I made it. The second was desiring to be in that community and that collective. And then third, just from a strategy standpoint, I desired to have a place that was very accessible and scalable, where people could come to work with me if they weren't quite ready to work with me one-on-one or in my longer mastermind, Aligned to Ignite. And so just from a product suite and from a client journey perspective, I really wanted to fill a hole where I knew there was people who want to work with me but just weren't at the either financial or time or just commitment level to be stepping into something bigger with me. And so it made a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. I knew it was on the horizon. But then when I finally said, okay, it's happening, I'm going to put a date on the calendar, I'm going to start figuring out all of these micro decisions that need to happen, things really started to move. And it didn't take months for this to come together. It was months of me thinking about it. It was months of me feeling like there was going to be just way too many steps. It was months of me feeling like I was going to have to hire someone to help me set everything up. It was months of me worrying about, will the software I'm currently using to run my business support this new offering? And so I get it. It can be days, weeks, months, or years of thinking about something, of perseverating, of desiring to have something come to fruition. But once I started making the micro decisions, researching the software more specifically because I was clear that I was going to be doing something, looking at my calendar of when could I launch this, was it possible? Then things started to move really quickly. And I actually wanted to share two stories of clients of mine, students and clients of mine who I've worked with who also have launched memberships because you might be sitting here listening to this podcast and I'm going to go step by step through these three phases to be able to dance in that art of launching and offering and it doesn't just work for me and this is what I want to really bring to this podcast is sharing stories with permission of course and based on things that have been shared in uh, public testimonials about working with me but I what's interesting is I knew I wanted to launch a membership and then Once I started putting it out there, a couple different people in my inner circle working with me were like, wait, I want to launch a membership. I've been thinking about it. And so one such woman, Lisa Florida, she came to me having a very successful, very visible, very just beautiful podcast, but was really looking at how do I start to monetize this? Like I'm growing this online brand, but it's not necessarily translating into being an online business. And if you have been leading with your purpose and creating community and creating content, it's not out of the ordinary to be like, oh, now I have this following and this audience and people are asking how they can work with me. Or now I'm thinking, wait, this could be a thing. And so she came to me from really that energy of saying, I would like to figure out a way 
to monetize this, but it has to be authentic. Like it can't just be, oh, I've got to make money. And so now I'm going to launch something like it has to be a part of my soul calling so that when it launches, I can just be like full throttle, excited about it and bringing it out to the world. And so we were working together actually privately. And so over the course of two months, we made all of these micro decisions so quickly. And because it was her first offering, bringing together anything other than just the podcast, which is a beautiful for purpose, meaning like no cost offering. This was her first for cost offering. And so she had a lot of extra micro decisions to make of, oh my gosh, I need software. How am I going to check people out? How are we going to support the community and the membership? And so it was really cool to see that all of these micro decisions I'm going to walk through, even if you're starting from scratch, can bring out an offering that I actually know that at this point in time, this membership that she's created is live and accepting members. And I'm even going to be one of the guest speakers coming into her membership, which I'm so honored and excited to have collaborations with students who move on and create offerings and then turn around and say, wait, do you want to come and you know share what you do in what I've now created, which is super cool. And then also I wanted to share a story of a client, Rye. She is a breathwork facilitator and microdosing guide, and she in her, let's say, previous iteration of what she was as a healer or coach, she previously had a membership when she was much more focused on nutrition. And in the experience of running that membership, she almost had a little bit of PTSD about, oh, just some things can go awry. No pun intended there, but they can go if you don't set boundaries, if you have mapped out what the offering is and what it is not, and we all grow and mature into the ability to really hold safe spaces that also feel very aligned for us as the facilitator. And so she came to me as we were working together in a group program, and she was saying, I want to offer a new offering. I would like to have something that's more accessible, but I really don't want to launch a membership because I've done it in the past and it just became this big animal that I didn't have great boundaries with people and there would be a lot of messaging asking me a lot of questions that were really outside the scope of what I was willing to do in that space. And I remember in a coaching session, I asked her, but you've matured not only in, in what you do and the focus that you do and really aligning with your soul purpose, but you also have matured in the ability to hold space and also in the ability to focus and lean in on the duality of growing something for purpose and for profit. And so I'm so excited to see that through implementing what I'm going to share with you a little bit about here today, she was able to launch a membership that is beautiful. I was actually even joined in on her kind of inaugural kickoff month, and she was able to create a membership that I can see is going to scale and be a beautiful income stream for herself and her business and be able to support her family from a financial abundance standpoint, and she can continue to grow it and expand it. But also, it's just something that makes sense for her client journey. Like, it just makes sense for her business model. And so those are just a couple examples. We've got my membership, we've got Lisa's, we've got Rise, and it What I'm going to teach you has nothing to do with which type of offering. It's not like this only works in, you know, launching a membership. But I just thought it was cool that I've had this little ripple effect of seeing memberships. And part of my mission, if you're not familiar, is that I want to bring the business strategy and energetics that I teach out to others, healers, coaches, and guides, so that you all can be going and doing this work and creating these memberships and doing one-on-one sessions that change people's lives and supporting the personal growth, the physical healing, the spiritual journeys of so many people that I could never touch on my own because it's all of you as a listener, you as a guide, a coach, 
who can go out and do the work, make the impact, support people. If I can help you do it in a way that feels sustainable, feels safe, has a a value of longevity, is financially profitable for you, then I know that you can keep doing it and bring your gifts to the world. And that ripple effect is really what I'm here for, if I'm honest. Okay, so as we jump into some of the nuts and bolts, I know that we can only achieve transferring so much knowledge and understanding and just integration about what is possible through a podcast. I am here putting together the value for you and really hoping that it pings for you and really settles in your both your brain and your nervous system about like, ah, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. But I also know we can only achieve so much through this method. So I do want to let you know, this is probably going to be something you want to take notes on. And this is something I'm going to be covering in greater detail with very specific actions and visuals and I know some paradigm shifts that are going to activate your commitment to be able to take this idea, bring it out into an offering, and bring it out into the world, ideally before the end of the year, actually, if you do follow the method that I'm going to be painting the picture of. I'm going to be diving way deeper into this in an upcoming live masterclass that is called Due Date Duality. It's going to be all about how to set a due date and work backwards to create something that you feel really aligned with in your business without white knuckling it, having way too many late night screen time sessions or spending time on the wrong things or maybe even just in the wrong order. So I'm going to be doing that live October 26th. So if you are listening to to this before then, you can head to chelseafornier.com forward slash duality and grab your spot. I'll be putting a link in the show notes that you can go access and grab your spot. You might be listening to this in the future and you're like, wait, I missed this. I would encourage you to come DM me over on social media and just let me know you want access to due date duality. It will be something that I'm going to be selling spots in, quite honestly, because it's going to be such a valuable program. And so just DM me that you're looking for due date duality because this is likely something I'm going to turn into an on-demand access, like that you can watch this because there's going to be people in the future who need this. And so if it's before October 26, you can go to the link in the show notes and sign up. If it's after, feel free to reach out. But what we're going to spend the next 10 or so minutes on is really diving into these three phases. And I'm going to say like phase one, phase two, phase three, but I want to be clear, it doesn't have to go in this order. So when I'm working privately with someone or coaching them in my mastermind, I'm often just asking them to lean into their human design, their authority, best decision making, what lights them up, what gets them excited, to think about which of these phases you want to work on first. As far as some people come to me and say, I really need to create the program page for my membership, for example, because I need to really think through what is it I'm going to be inviting people to, and then I can work backwards and think about how I'm going to market it. And then I'm willing to sit down and do the technical software stuff that I know you're going to make me do. And that's the order I want to do it in. Great. Some people will come to me and look at these three kind of chunks of activities and say, I really just want to do all the boring technical software stuff first, and then I'm willing to step into how I'm going to market it. And based on those activities, then I'm going to understand how I want to describe what I'm selling. So I'm, like I said, I'm going to say like phase one, phase two, phase three, but it doesn't have to be in that order, especially if you're tuning into your human design and layering that self-awareness that you gain through that energetic tool onto these strategies that will work, it just, it just all has to get done. It doesn't have to be done in a certain order as long as you give yourself enough time for things to be live and ready on the day that you say that it's going to be. Okay, so the first phase or chunk of activities that you need to be aware of 
is to think about what needs to be done to deliver on the offering. For example, when Lisa was putting together a membership, a lot of her decisions early on in working together were like, what software do you want to use? Are you going to have a community? Is it going to be a Facebook group? Do you want to use Mighty Networks? Do you want to explore having your own app? Like we got to figure out where is this community that you're going to be running? Where is it going to live? Will you be running things as like live events that people get on and live stream? Is it going to be uploading replays? Like really thinking through the mechanics. The second micro decision in this phase is communication. For people who do sign up, who do invest, who do jump into your whatever, how are you going to communicate with them? Are you going to be text messaging them reminders about live events? Are you going to be relying on notifications through an app that you use to run your program? Are you going to be emailing them? Two considerations, they're tied in together, but two other areas of micro decisions is your own tools and gifts. Are there any things that you need to do to be making sure that your ability to deliver on what you say you're going to do is going to be there, is going to be there? Your tools, your gifts, is there a certification you need to complete? Are there some practice hours you need to finish? Are you desiring to finish wrapping up a group program that you're currently running so that you can have more experience before you open it up to a larger group. And the second kind of that related one is your energy hygiene. So when you are looking at running, creating a safe space, creating a container, creating an offering, whether it's a one-on-one session or whether it's a six-month mastermind, the ability to hold space for one or many people really requires a lot of you. And so are you building into your whole plan of how you're going to design, market, sell, and deliver on this offering, is it going to account for you not being a freaking robot? (laughs) Are you going to build in your self-care? Are you going to be able to build in what time you need away, this, you know, personal process that you have to be at your best? Okay, so that's the phase one of creating the thing you're selling, the software, the communications, your tools and gifts, and your energy hygiene. Then phase two is a bunch of micro decisions around what needs to be done in order to check out, to register and sell the offering. This would be looking at the registration process, which could include like a program thank you page, or sorry, a program page and a thank you page. So do you desire to have a full-blown sales page? Do you want to just describe it in a very simple checkout? Like how are people going to check out? Second micro decision that's very closely tied to that is how are you going to accept payment processing? How are you going to onboard students in an automated way? Let's be honest with this. If you sign up for something, you're going right to your email inbox and hitting refresh until the login access or the welcome email comes. If it doesn't come in five minutes, you're freaking out. So like, how are you going to set up some automations so that your onboarding can happen seamlessly? And then how are you going to communicate with people who have signed up leading up to the event or to the kickoff or to their session, whatever that looks like? So this phase two, what needs to be done to register and sell the offering includes registration process, payment processing, welcome or onboarding email or system, and then communicating with them leading up to their event. Then the last phase three is thinking about things that need to be done to market the offering because it's really nice to design a beautiful offering and a page and then be like, okay, everybody, just come find it. Unfortunately, that doesn't really happen. And so you want to give yourself a long enough runway is what I call. I like it to be like, for me personally, when I launch something, I like it to have two solid weeks where I don't have anything else conflicting in my promotions that I like need to be focusing on. 
So two solid weeks where all roads lead to a call to action for this thing. This is going to depend entirely on what you're offering and your price point and whether you have an existing audience or following or email list. But this looks at things like, do you desire to do a launch event? I call it a sacred sales event. This could be a free challenge. It could be a free or low cost masterclass. It could be a community class. It could be some way that people just to get to basically sample or taste what it's like to work with you. Do you desire to have that as part of your launch process or no? Do you instead just desire to be like, you know what, on this day, everything's going to be ready and I'm going to start networking my tail off or just doing attraction marketing, putting it out to my stories, bringing it out to my referral sources. You might have other ways in mind and that's okay. So one micro decision is will you do a launch event, yes or no? Email marketing, are you going to step into email marketing to email your general list or to email existing students and clients? What are you going to be doing on social media during those two or more weeks of really promoting something? And are you going to do some one-on-one -on -one outreach for really genuine personalized offers? Oftentimes, and I did this when I launched the Purpose and Profit Playground, is that I would actually come through and I just thought about people who did market research calls with me or women who I interact with a lot on social media that I, I just know where they're at in their business. And I did personal little behind the scenes tours of, hey, this is exactly what the playground looks like. And this is the schedule we're going to be doing. And here's why I thought you might be a good fit. Are you interested in taking a peek at this or signing up for a month and giving it a shot? And so I do that only when it feels like it's continuing a conversation not randomly spammy DMing people and being weird. But, and so you can decide, do you have people who are in that funnel, in that process where you do desire to have some of that genuine one-on-one -on -one outreach? So really what we've covered are three distinctive, if you were to look at like a launch calendar, if you just pulled out a blank piece of paper or a blank planner for the next like two months and you looked at it and you said, I desire for people to be able to step into this new offering on this date. And then you work backwards for maybe a week and say, that's when I'm going to be first having some kind of a sacred sales event or just first starting to speak about it. And then you work backwards from that to think about, okay, I need to make sure the registration page is done by this date and tested so that I can work backwards from that. Okay, I need to figure out some of my social media and my emails. All of these are just tasks. And once you've done it once, it becomes very wash, rinse, repeat, which then allows you to launch other offerings into your product suite if you desire, or maybe you just have one or two core signature offerings of how you work with people at different price points or access levels to you. But if you can thoughtfully create one, two, or more offerings that are both in alignment with your purpose and supportive of the profit goals in your business, then this process of looking out the next six months even, if you desire, and we're going to be talking about this in the next episode of do you desire to plan ahead? Do you desire to be more spontaneous? This duality of how can you leverage some of these tactics, these strategies that do work to run a business if some of them bring up a lot of resistance for you, what do you do with that? So we're going to be talking about that in the next episode of this podcast. So make sure to subscribe. We're also going to be talking about basically both sides of that, the duality of it in the masterclass that I mentioned. So a couple just calls to action if you desire to take some next steps. One, if you want, if that piques your interest around the due date duality masterclass, 
registration is open if this is live or if it's beyond October 26th, then you can certainly find me and DM me and see if it's up available for a replay viewing for you. I'd be happy to help you do that. The second would be to look at your calendar and think about if there was something you wanted to offer that doesn't exist now that you could make exist in the next 30, 60, 90 days, however spacious you want this process to feel for you. Do you desire to have some support on that or do you feel really clear on what you want to move forward with and get that out there? And then really the third action would be for you to subscribe to this podcast. If you are new to the podcast, I welcome you. If you've been here since the the beginning and you're just experiencing this refresh, this rebrand of stepping into the new name of Intuitive Business by Design, I hope that you love it. I hope it resonates with you. And I certainly hope that you decide to take a stand, to stay, to subscribe, to leave a comment or review because that certainly helps to boost things out. And maybe if you got something out of this to share this with someone else that is that sensitive soul like you who wants to bring something new out to the world but maybe needs a little bit of support, some strategy, some energetic support and seeing that it can happen without having to step into a whole different realm of like anxiety or stress or overwhelm or any of that. So thank you for being here for the first episode under this new name, the new rebrand, the new format. And I certainly look forward to hearing from you and also providing more through this podcast. I hope you got a lot out of this episode and feel encouraged to click through to any links or resources that I shared. You deserve to follow through on what is calling to you. Because you're not here for old paradigm business strategies, bro marketing, or a race to overnight success and burnout. Your audience, your clients, and your own nervous system deserve better. And this means you do business differently. So make sure to join me weekly as I dance between topics that weave together and create a beautiful tapestry that could be the start of you running your online business for purpose and profit. I hope you stick around week to week and take aligned action on what resonates. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss on future business strategy or human design episodes. You can also help me increase the ripple effect of this work by sharing this episode with another sensitive soul who you know is ready to bring their voice and work out to the world. 